Welcome to Heartspeak Podcast, episode 249, Designing Our Own New Matrix. Welcome to the Heartspeak Podcast, where valuable insights are shared that bypass the mind and resonate with the heart. Listen, open your heart, become inspired, find the joy and fulfillment that awaits when you follow your heart. And now, here's your host, Dr. Christine Page. Well, hello there, wherever you are in the world. I hope your week is going well, and it's good to be back with you. Now, first, I want to say that next week's podcast on the 13th of July, 2023, it will be a live podcast again, and we're going to do this at 10 a.m. Mountain Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern, 5 p.m. UK and Ireland and 6 p.m. Europe, and others of you who will join me can look out and find out what time that will be. Of course, the session will be recorded, so you don't have to get up in the middle of the night to see this. But I so enjoyed, and I think some of you did enjoy our last session together, that I'm going to repeat it. Now, those of you who are on my mailing list will get the link as an email, so look out for that. Otherwise, the link to the session will also be on my website under my calendar, and it will also be on social media. So I'm trying to cover all my ends, but if in any doubt, then do email me at infochristinepage.com and we will send out the link. So there we go. That's next week, 13th of July, live podcast, probably lasting about an hour, and we'll be looking at future events astrologically because we have the nodal axis of the moon moving and changing on the 17th. We're going to talk about that. We'll be looking at what's been currently coming up in terms of maybe ETs and AI and all of those things that kind of on the surface of my life. I'm not saying I'm spending a lot of time on that, but I'm very interested in how things are changing in our world and how we are being awakened to who we are. And that's part of what I really am interested in and many other things. So if you have a specific question or something you want me to cover in that podcast, please, again, send me an email, especially to info at christinepage.com. Or if you see my social media, especially my Facebook post, you can put a question in that as well. There you go. It's all the information you're needing. And let's move forward on today's subject. I was very pleased, again, just to say how many of you appreciated the homeopathy. And I hope that's inspired you to go out and have a little try at homeopathy for your first aid issues especially because it's such a lovely practice uh, and it has so many healing gifts that really I, I like all energy medicines, but this is something which really goes to my heart, as you can hear. So we're going to talk about the matrix. And the reason I'm doing this is I'm looking at many different ways in which we manifest our reality. And I understand for many of us, and it's not just me, you know, sometimes I look and I say, is this just my, what I'm going through astrologically? But it feels that that dear old Pluto that Christine keeps coming back to, but it went back 
into Capricorn in the middle of June and will come out, let's say, the middle of October. So this period of time between June and October is this retrograde pattern, I should say, this retrograde pattern of Capricorn. In the middle of October, it will turn direct, and then in January, it will move back into Aquarius again. But this period of time between June and October, I think for many of us, it is about redesigning ourselves. Is that not true? Recreating ourselves, but in a very orderly way. And in, in other words, creating a new plan, a new matrix. And the reason I wanted to use that word matrix, I think it's been misunderstood. Yes, we all know the film was fantastic or the films, but really what the matrix is, is it comes from the word, the pregnant mother, Matt. Whenever you see M-A-T, you know it's mother. So this idea of the pregnant mother from which all manifestation comes. So yes, you get the word material or matter and martyr as the French word of for mother. But really what I'm saying is this is about not the matrix is not the beginning it's you've already decided you've already had a masculine feminine coming together two different forces coming together the sperm and the egg etc the inspiration and the, the the place in which it lands the potentized energy and once it gets into the womb as you might know it's already finished or already planned so once that egg is in the womb and it attaches to the womb and the placenta's formed, et cetera, the plan's already in place. So when we, I've heard people talk about escaping the matrix, what they're really talking about is escaping the plan that was created, okay? And that I'm all for, but you have to understand that in that escaping of that plan, we move back into what I'm going to call chaos, where we have choices about what's the new plan we're going to create. That makes sense? And when we talk about leaving the simulated plan or the simulated matrix or the world we're living in, what we're really talking about is someone else maybe deciding the plan for us. And that's what's fascinating. Isn't it where someone says, I know exactly what you need? I've got to say, that's a very Piscean idea. <laughs> and we've been living in the world of Pisces for 2,000 years or the era of Pisces. So in a Piscean world, it's like one person, a leader, a guru, a master says, I can read your energy. I know what you need. I'm going to create that world for you. I'm going to put you in there and you're going to be happy. <laughs> might work for a few people, but not for many of us. And so the idea of a plan where somebody else is directing the frequency that's going to be in there, the nature, the shape of that plan is what we see in today's matrix. This is what you want, isn't it? This is what I'm creating for you. Why aren't you happy? <laughs> and you might have had that experience in your, in your childhood, in a marriage, in a relationship. It's like, no, I don't think you really did know who I was. I'm not playing the game. And I really was thinking about this this morning when I thought about the plan that was created around COVID. 
And Pluto started this interesting journey of this end of Capricorn, again, Capricorn, the plan, around April of 2021. So since April 2021, really until January of 2024, there's this plan, but the plan is crashing. The plan that someone said, someone, some leader said, this is a good idea. Let's do this. This will work for us. Us, not, not, the, not the majority. And they put the plan into action and they said, look, it's working. And it's like, yeah, I don't think it is. And what was that plan? Now, forget, forget COVID. You see, you can only create a plan from your own consciousness, from, the, from where you come from. So again, I'm not, this is not about me attacking Piscean people out there. This is more of a Piscean quality, which is I know what you want and I will create it because I actually have little understanding of the difference between me and you. In other words, I merge with you, I become you, I think I know what you need, I create it, and why aren't you happy? <laughs> Maybe we've all done that in our lives as well. Be not both ends of that, I'm going to say. And so what we saw from around the 2021 to 2024 is the plan created by individuals who had specific ways of being within themselves, specific needs themselves. And so because their needs are for money and power, they thought everybody wanted that. So all you have to do is pay people to have something or disempower people and say, well, you'll be more powerful if you do have this. In other words, take a group of people who are disempowered and say, I can make you powerful by you doing this. Of course, it doesn't make them more powerful because you're actually only borrowing power from these so-called powerful people. The same time, the same people said, well, what would I be threatened by? Oh, I'm going to say, if you really love your family, you'll do this. If you really want to travel, you'll do this. If you really want to eat, you'll do this. Because they're the mechanisms by which we live our life. Or base chakra. Remember last week I spoke about how homeopathy doesn't work well, nor does energy medicine, if we're still caught up in our base chakra survival needs. So what happened is we did have this mass psychosis where people found their way of saying, oh, you know, they're right, I don't want to lose this, then let me do whatever it is you're telling me to do. But there's a lot of people saying, that's, that's not actually the way in which I run my life. That's not the shape of my matrix. That's not what I believe in. Yes, I love my family. Well, yes, I want to do this. But this isn't the defining energy by which I design my life. Make sense? And so those who didn't go along with that plan were not necessarily rebels. They were just saying, yeah, it's not really what I want. And you probably, if you're one of those people, it wasn't that you didn't, whatever it was, but you didn't do it with the same energy, the same fear. You went, okay, I can do that because it really doesn't matter to me. And so what's really coming up for us all is not about COVID or this. It's about what is it that I... What are my principles? What are the things that drive my world? 
And in a Capricorn way, and Capricorn is right at the end of Capricorn, Pluto is at the moment. This is about integrity. And I use that word because integrity means wholeness. What is it that makes you feel in integrity, in one with yourself, in wholeness? And that's why I say it's about what is the shape of your integrity? What shapes your integrity? <laughs> Use different words for it. What is it that actually defines you? Someone might say to you, ah, you know Christine because she is blah, blah, blah. And those of you perhaps who are parents or grandparents, what is it? What is the message you're shaping your children or your grandchildren with? Yes, you might say, oh, I'm doing this for my children. What does that mean? What, what is that shape, that design that you're, you're instigating, or I should just say uh, it, bringing towards your children? I'm saying offering them, maybe that's a good word. What is it that you are shaping? What is important to you? And I think sometimes we are not read in that way. So in, you might say, what's important to me is being a parent, being a friend, being a brother, a sister, being a daughter, being a human. And then you know, someone might say, well, I'm a healer, for instance. And you say, well, yes, but what's the shape of that healing? And sometimes that shape of that healing, as I always like to say, is not, well, I'm a loving person. No, the shape is defined by what you create. So whether it's your children, whether it's your job, whether it's your healing, by expressing that shape, what do you expect to see? Because that is manifestation. Ah, I am that because, and that ref reflects me. Yes? My children are a reflection of me. In my case, it might be my books are a reflection of me. My outward expressions, what I see in the outer world, how people see me is a reflection of me. That should match up. That's harmonizing. So the shape that we express should resonate with the shape we see in the world outside of our expression. And that's really what changed over these last two or three years. The shape that was designed by maybe our leaders, they thought they would see reflected in the world outside them. Everybody would be like them. Everybody would be having the needs met by their neediness. And it didn't happen. And, you know, again, we might see that within ourselves and our parents, for instance. We may walk a different path because we say, uh, I'm not sure if I wanted to do that. That's not the way I want to go. So one wants to harmonize with one's design. And to me, this is the matrix. So you create this form in, in the womb, the pregnant mother, and you then manifest it into the world that then should be reflected back by your experiences and your stories. And the reason I'm really focusing on this is because I've come across in Egypt, there were beings called netters, N-E-T-E-R. The hieroglyphic was N-R-T. But the interesting thing is that this is the word from that word, we discovered actually nature and nurture, which is interesting to me. And so these netters were ones who had freed themselves from the net. Aha! 
but they also hadn't just freed themselves. They knew how to work with the net. And for my mind, the net is the potent potential for every manifestation upon this planet. In other words, the ability, like a spider, to not get caught up in its own spider's web, but to be able to walk the, the vertical lines away from the center, the spokes of their web, and be free of it. hope I'm making sense there. So the net can either catch you or you can work with it. And the netters were not were, were, were the forces of nature. They understood the forces of nature. And from that is we then are saying, how do I escape a matrix or a net that has me trapped? We have it by actually not just throwing away the net, but by knowing that we have choice to create and freeing ourselves by walking, as I'm trying to describe, along the spokes of that web, from the center out. You understand that the structure by which the web is created, that's what the spider does. It doesn't get caught up in its own web. Now, it's very interesting because they were also called the fishermen because they, they weren't caught up in their nets. They knew how to fish. In other words, they knew how to free themselves from the nets. And I, on reflecting about this, I thought of how Jesus' message was, I'm going to make fishermen of men. He wasn't going to make them fish. He was making them fishermen. And I believe that that has been the teaching that came from Egypt long before the pharaohs, pre-dynastic. The ability to work with the forces of nature to create our reality. And it is not mastery. It's not suppression. Often we use that word mastery. It's not, mastery often uses, I'm going to master nature. I'm, I'm going I'm to control it. This isn't control. It's becoming it. And so I think it was yesterday I heard one of our leaders say they were going to control the sun's rays to cool down the earth. Oh, good luck at that one. You know, we've tried to do that so much, controlled the water, damming things up, controlling the wind, controlling. We've got to stop this game. This, isn't, this is so superficial in the way of, of, of our power, our manifestation power. You know, when I watched the Avatar for the first time, I was so excited because they were showing these beings who work with the forces of nature. But in the end of the film, they were all given guns and they shot people. And I thought, oh, my goodness, you don't get it. It's never been. The power doesn't come from a gun, a weapon. It comes from working with, harmonizing with the forces of nature. This is what the netters were able to do. So to create, to be able to create a new matrix, again, remembering the matrix is, is only the pregnant womb. I mean, it's, it's literally the, the nest from which life comes. But you're not trying to change that. That's the manifested form almost. What you want to do is to get back, move two steps back 
and understand that what creates that matrix is our frequency and our intention, or our vibration and the shape. The, my words are coming from the frequency I put into, into the energy, my loving energy, and the words are the form that comes out of my mouth. You might hear it as words, your, your brain interprets it as words, but I'm actually sending out shapes and you are interpreting those shapes and making sense of them. In other words, making a matrix with them. When we are looking at, you could say, stay with the frequency of love, whatever that means to you, because it's a very big word. But really, the, the, what I'm wanting to focus on today is what is the shape that you are expressing? What is the shape that you are formulating in the world? Again, is what is it that I should see reflected in your events and your experiences? So let me finish with these two things. I really want to make sure that we get this clear. From Professor Baum's ideas, and he worked with quantum physics, there were two different states, or three different states. In fact, there were always a trinity. There's the implicate order, which means the potential that you can dive into and create from. The explicative order, which is the manifesto form. But between them, and some of you have heard me speak about this one before, is what they call the edge of chaos. So you could say the edge of chaos is between the structure that's formed and the chaos that is still waiting to be formed. And the power of the netters was to be able to live on that edge of chaos. And the edge of chaos is one of the most diverse creative places everywhere in the world. It's where the sand meets the water or wind meets wind meets the earth. I mean, it's where every element, one element or one structure meets another is the most diverse creativity. That's the place of choice. That's the place where you can say, aha, here I am. So breaking down structure to enter that edge of chaos is saying, I don't know who I am. I don't know where my plans are going. I don't know. I'm not being led by someone else's plans anymore. I'm coming back to my own edge of chaos. Same time, if you're living in this funk where you don't know anything and you're just saying, I don't know what to do, tell me what to do, <laughs> and always questioning everything, you're living constantly in chaos. So you need to formulate that chaos and break down that structure. And that's the power of the netters. They knew how to live with the forces of nature, which meant they were in rhythm with themselves. They were in harmony with themselves. But they also harmonized with the moon changes, the sun changes, the seasons, the wind, the currents. They knew how to actually not just read these energies, but flow with them. And of course, coming down into our own bodies, they knew how to listen to their bodies. How's my body energy feeling? How's my moods feeling? They didn't react to this. They said, okay, I need, I'm out of harmony. I'm out of balance. So everything about living in the edge of chaos is about bringing ourselves back in balance. What's no longer working for me? What's changing in my world? It may feel chaotic, but actually, once I actually stay in the center and find that harmony, then everything will come from there. I will create that new matrix, that new form from there. Make sense?
So I think this is a great time until October to be saying, maybe some things in my world are ending. Maybe you're feeling that. Oh my goodness. Things that I thought were there, people have died, people have left maybe or leaving. Things are changing in our lives. I think everybody is experiencing that. But try not to just jump into the next thing because it will be coming from the old frequency or the old shape. And you're saying, I don't want to create a new pregnant womb from that old energy. I want to come back to the edge of chaos. What matters to me? What is my shape that I want to see expressed? What's important to me? And as I often say, just pick three things. I want to make sure that my world is full of love or curiosity or, or excitement or adventure. What is it that inspires you? Because that's the shape that will bring you forward. My last thing I want to say is it's about Saturn. And again, I, do, I know that many of you may not know your astrology chart. You can always go on to astro.com and get a free astrology chart. But Saturn rules Capricorn, and we're talking all about rules and planets. And well, Saturn is about structure. And people don't like Saturn because when Saturn comes along, it, it does say to us, are you following your blueprint? Again, it brings us back to that edge of chaos. Are you doing what you said you'd come here to do? But it isn't doing, it's are you manifesting through your shape? Is the shape, again, the truth of your priorities, of, your, of, of what you believe in? Are you following your shape or are you following someone else's shape? Are you following someone else's dreams, someone else's fears, someone else's loves? Are you following your own? What shapes your world? So Saturn helps us there and it says, first of all, we can feel restrictive, like, oh, I don't want to go there. But Saturn is also, what am I here to learn and what am I here to teach? And again, not necessarily teaching as a teacher, but what am I here to share with the rest of the world through my shape? What is the shape of my world? So Saturn in, in Gemini, for instance, can be what do I feel restricted? I feel restricted in the words I speak. I can't speak. Nobody hears me. What am I here to learn? I'm here to listen. I'm here to express myself clearly. Then what can I teach is to help other people do the same. Saturn in Taurus. Taurus is about nature in the body and all the pleasures of the flesh. Saturn maybe. I don't like having a body. I don't love my body. I have eating difficulties. I don't want to be in nature. What am I here to learn? I'm learned to love nature, to go with the flow, to enjoy those sensualities, and then I can teach it to others. Saturn in Scorpio. Scorpio is about the deep unknown, the occult. Saturn might say, I'm not going into that depth. That's too scary. But what am I here to learn is to go to those places, experience death, experience the occult, and then to teach it. Saturn in Capricorn, I'm here to find my own structure. Often in Saturn in Capricorn, you're following someone else's structure, a religious structure, a military structure, a father's structure. Just saying Saturn often represents the father. So what is it you're learning through the, the, the father who has inspired that old matrix that you're saying, I'm no longer part of that. I am creating my own new matrix. I hope this is helping you. And again, next week when we speak, you're welcome to bring this question up. But to become a netter is not to master nature, not to suppress nature, not to control nature, to be, but to live from your own nature, to become the alchemist where you are nature and you feel the change in harmonization. When you're out of harmony, out of balance, you know how to bring yourself back into balance. 
things are changing big time. They're going to continue to change, certainly way for the next few years especially. Keep finding your own balance. Keep being true to yourself and all will be well. Many blessings now. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the HeartSpeak Podcast with Dr. Christine Page. Please check out all HeartSpeak episodes in the podcast archive section on www.christinepage.com. HeartSpeak is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and now playing on Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. You can also watch the archive podcast on Christine's channel on YouTube and now on Rumble. Connect with Christine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, including her newest Facebook group, The Great Mother Calling. Do share with family, friends, colleagues. Join us next time for another edition of HeartSpeak.